0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. One of the first days in the studio that I'm a little chilly. I must be getting sick. That's probably it, because I'm never cold, ever. I keep my uh, my house at a balmy 58 degrees. <laughs> a lot of people think I'm crazy. I do have a fireplace, so when I'm extremely cold, I can light some wood on fire but yeah 58 degrees i shouldn't admit that should i uh if you want to get in here 608 785-7914 better hearing center talking text line and speaking of cold that's where we're headed in early november with like what three four inches of snow on the ground now and national weather service uh just posted a while ago uh still some light snow it's mostly south of Interstate 90, not much a few tenths of an inch. National Weather Service of Lacrosse said uh, and then the bad news and if you haven't shoveled your driveway yet and you're thinking eh, it'll melt and I won't need to worry about it Think again because the they said uh, after the snow and moving into tonight unseasonably cold temperatures will move in for the foreseeable future. One bout of colder air will arrive tonight into Thursday, followed by an even colder air mass arriving early next week. And some of you probably don't care about that, but my driveway is like 100 yards long up the bluff. And uh, it's got, I didn't shovel it, and it's got, you know, those tire tracks in it that, you know, harden the snow. And then if it gets cold. That snow's gonna be ice and I'm never gonna get up my driveway. Uh, a couple of stories. I just saw on the wire that we could still we could talk about uh <laughs> this I'm joking here, but Mayor Cabot's War on Christmas uh with the downtown decorations. Um Robin Moses with downtown Main Street sent a letter, I think, in dealing with Scott Robert Shaw's Scott's comment yesterday if you listen to that, or if you want to read it, go to wisdomnews.com, find blogs. You'll see Scott's comment on there. I think that's how I think that's what it's called. Blogs. Yeah, blogs. Pull down menu as I see it. Look for that. Um The city's having trouble manning picking up leaves and also putting up Christmas decorations. I say throw all that out the window and fix the roads, right? What are we doing with Christmas and leaves? Um it is funny though that they, you know, they they did get a the city did like pull a lot of personnel from other departments to do this leaf pickup and now they're not they're not picking up leaves now, right? Like it's all the leaves are under snow and now the snow is going to freeze according to the National Weather Service going to so we're not picking up leaves. So those people can go Put up Christmas decorations, right? That's what we're gonna do. Uh, Robin Moses sent a sent a letter to Mayor Cabot. It said, "Dear Mayor Cabot, members of the Board of Public Works," and it's a lengthy letter. But I just wanted to read one line because she she either added a zero or, or moved a comma, or this is the number, and I and maybe it is. I uh, just talking about the. Um, Lacrosse City Vision Foundation and and putting up Christmas decorations. One of her lines says uh they step up each year to raise money to pay for the decorations, and this year made an investment of either twenty five million dollars for new snowflakes, maybe 250000 dollars or twenty five thousand dollars. She either added a zero, <laughs> moved the comma, or didn't add enough zeros. So I just thought it was funny that we're maybe spending $25 million on new snowflakes for the city of lacrosse. That would be something, huh? (laughs) It's, it's likely $25,000 for snowflakes, but even that seems like a lot of money Uh, for some snowflakes downtown. What are we doing? $42 million for a lacrosse center. Uh, We just got regular snowflakes. We got them outside right now. Free. And we got to shovel them. And speaking of shoveling, I think if you saw some snowflakes, I wonder how how uh, hard nosed the city is with it's. It ended snowing at 6 p.m. Wednesday. Start the clock because then you have 24 hours before you have to shovel uh, your your sidewalks and whatnot. I believe that's how that works. 24 hours. But you know, if you saw like one snowflake, maybe it blew off your roof. Oh, restart the clock. There was a snowflake. I don't have to shovel for 24 hours. I saw this snowflake. A couple other stories I saw. Probably, we'll get to those after the news. Uh, Something about, you know, along with our Wisconsin state government fighting each other over the Ag Secretary, they're also like, they're they're passing legislation. And it's never, you know, it's... It never is like, "Hey, we're going to legalize medical marijuana, or we're going to decriminalize it, or uh, just there was just some stories, and we'll get to those. Just uh, stuff they passed, stuff they they're, they're not passing. It seems pretty odd, but we'll get to those after the break. We'll go we'll go to news and be back here in just a couple of minutes on wisdom. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. If you want to get in here, a couple of texts that came in. One corrected me. Gary Padeski, I believe, texted me and said they were picking up leaves today. So they're picking up leaves and snow, and maybe it didn't snow as much as it did in my house. I guess I wasn't looking at people's yards today. Uh text are talk uh, talking about the letter from Robin Moses of downtown Main Street just talk uh, in her letter pertaining to the city having trouble putting up Christmas decorations because they're picking up leaves essentially and uh, one of her lines there about making an investment for new snowflakes, the, the amount of money there is, there's either an extra zero, not enough zeros, the commas in the wrong place. So it's like $25 million for snowflakes or $25,000 or $250,000 or $2,500. But Tim said, uh, Tim texted in and said, it might've been just $25. <laughs> so for it sounds about right. If you're going to put up new snowflakes for your Christmas decorations, $25 sounds about right. That's how much... I would be willing. Actually, I wouldn't even be willing. I'm not paying $25 for snowflakes at my house. I got enough snow. We don't need more snow. Should be putting up palm tree decorations for Christmas, right? Uh, So we're still fighting over the egg secretary being fired yesterday, I guess. I guess that that fight will continue until when? How long are we going to do that? Um, Mike McCabe ran for governor and, uh, Oh, Gary's text me back about leaves and snow. They're asking people to knock a little snow off the leaves. So it's easier. I guess uh, that that doesn't make sense. Now I think about it. I'm thinking like (laughs) these guys are out raking leaves, but no, the leaves are all in a pile at the end uh, uh, edge of the road. Right? So the city council, uh, Gary Pedeski, city council member is just saying, you know, go kick those leaves a little bit, and then it'll be easy to suck them up with the vacuum. That makes a lot of sense. I just say we could just get rid of the whole leaf raking thing, right? Like, we could just leave our leaves in our yard. That's what I say. Coming from someone who lives in the woods, uh, we're gonna go to the phones. Caller, welcome to the cross talk PM. Who's this? This is Bob. Hi, hey, hey Bob. What Hi, do you got? How's it going? Uh, Good. Okay. So, yeah, I was just wondering. um, You know, I've called before um, uh, uh, that Dr. Knutson that you had on last Thursday. That was yeah, Halloween Day. Yeah. um, I guess I just I'm asking you to um, to be fair here and to maybe find a Republican or you know maybe somebody at UWL. To tell the other side of the story. Well, Mike but Hayes there, has Mike Hayes has Joe Heim on pretty much once a week, for he's well, a former political scientist at UW La Crosse. Keith Knudsen's yeah. a political scientist at Viterbo. So yeah, I know he is. But um, okay, well, you're we just going to have to grin and bear we know he's it, I guess. Still so far to the left. I just you to have somebody on that I can tell the uh, the true side of what's going on with this impeachment scam. Well, that's what um, we're doing. You're you're. <laughs> We're we're giving you the true side. You can listen to your true side and call it not true, but that's what I'm doing, so uh, I think Eric from Sparta is calling. We'll go to Eric right away. Eric, go ahead. You're on. Yeah, according to your last caller there, I you know you got a scoop guy and he's so far left. He 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 looked right, he break his neck. Um as far as Joe Heim goes, He's a left wing activist, not an activist. But he's a left winger too, because he told Mike one time, "Well, Trump's not my cup of tea," and I know that he tries to tell it down, 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 the middle, but he's a lefty big time. Thanks a okay. lot, anyway. All right, anyway, thanks, Eric. Uh, so Mike McCabe ran for governor in Wisconsin, lost to uh, you know he he lost to Evers like a, a lot of Democratic governors did, or De- De- Democratic candidates for governors did. Uh, I kind of liked Mike McCabe. I kind of liked what he stood for. And I still, if you follow him on Facebook or Twitter, uh, he, he put some interesting stuff out there. But I kind of wondered, with Republicans essentially firing the Governor Evers' Secretary for Agriculture, or Ag Secretary, Mike McCabe writes on his, face, his Facebook page today just that, because Governor Evers vented a little bit to the media, whether he did it today or yesterday, maybe a little of both. But McCabe wrote, uh, Governor Evers, instead of just showcasing the curse words in your vocabulary, put the expletives into action. Make your next egg Secretary appointee considerably more liberal and more outspoken than faf, PATH and less to the Senate Republicans' liking. That's the only way to make them eventually stop doing what you rightly call bull, and I'll bleep that part. So that's Mike McCabe, a former Democratic governor for Wisconsin who lost to Evers in the, you know, the nomination process there. Um, so yeah, he said, if if PATH was, and it was PATH like super liberal? Can we, ag secretary? I don't know. Uh, I guess that's up for debate, but um, McCabe is saying, go, go more, give, give someone, nominate someone that the Republicans like, like even less, is that going to solve our problems <laughs> at this point? Like the, the fighting is never going to end. And I, I don't know if that's the best strategy is to essentially piss Republicans off even more so that they, do we just keep, you know, sending secretaries Uh, to be appointed and Republicans have to keep rejecting them because if you're going to reject the the guy who has been on the job for 10 months, who seemed you you know, right for the job, a lot of people spoke that he was right for the job and you're going to fire him. Well, now I'm going to give you someone that you're really not going to like. Interesting strategy. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the best way to to go at it. I guess if the, if you want to, if you know you could you could say the governor this would be the governor as a child acting out by you know like if the kid does something wrong he gets attention for it oh i'm getting attention for it well i'm going to do do it again so or is it republicans acting out and republicans are the kids and and uh if they fire the first guy who seemed to be you know pretty pretty decent for the job and well, now we're going to nominate someone you You guys are going to like even less. Well, who lo- who comes out looking like the bad guy there? So as long as you're nominating, I think, somebody that's right for the job, uh, able to do the job, has credentials to do the job, he's part of your cabinet, right? Like that that person is on your team. That's who you want on your team. It's not like Mike McCarthy gets fired and, new coach takes over and then uh, you know somebody else gets to pick his coaching staff for him that doesn't make any sense like now I have to work with this guy who I don't like working with who's not gonna you know they're not gonna see eye to eye I guess they don't even have to see eye to eye but like just someone you, you that you have some of the same ideals with uh, 608-75 better hearing center talking text line uh, libertarian guys texting me. I think it's the libertarians who are acting out, Rick. Okay, the libertarian government. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, in along with uh, the firing of the egg secretary, if we can get over that at at some point. <laughs> I guess we'll have to maybe that well, as soon as he nominates somebody else for the job or how does this end does he does path get the job eventually do we just fight about this for a couple of days and then yeah okay we'll give him the job uh the assembly has been passing bills and let me see if I can get them up. there's weather things popping up on my computer it's hard to keep track of all this stuff uh Uh, Wisconsin Bill seeks to stop under-21s from vaping and smoking. So uh, that's kind of in the news again. We're going to keep kids from, or not kids, I guess adults, from vaping and smoking, people 21 and under, so essentially making vaping like alcohol, drinking age. And uh, the other one that I saw, there was one on drunk driving, making the penalties for drunk driving more severe in Wisconsin because they're not very severe. Uh, one of those penalties was if you killed somebody while drinking and driving. I think a mandatory five-year sentence, and um, the others—the other one had to do with like if you got your like fifth or sixth drunk driving conviction, that you instead of spending six months in jail, I think you spent eighteen months in jail. So all these punishments are going through. Like, yeah, let's punish, punish, punish. You know but it's never the reverse. We're never like passing bills to decriminalize marijuana. Cause the, I think the general consensus on marijuana is it's like, whatever, like it's not like that big a deal anymore. Like if alcohol is legal. Like marijuana is kind of the same. Uh, and then this, and then this one a couple hours ago on the AP wire assembly panel considers mandatory cursive bill. So along with punishing people for crimes and, more crimes and more punishment. Uh, we're also going to punish our children in elementary school to have to learn cursive. Is that something we need to be doing? Do we need to, when's the last time you guys wrote in cursive that aside from like signing your name? Cause I think we all try to be super cool and sign our name, like a cool cursive guy. Uh, like I do. I, I got a cool cursive signature. It's awful actually, but I definitely don't <laughs> just, you know, write it basic it's got to be a big r and a big s and super cool cursive way but other than that i don't think i've written in cursive it would take me a some a pretty good th- i would have to think for a little bit i think to to uh to write something in cursive the r the lowercase r remember that's a little silly the q i don't know <laughs> you guys think that the, the, our state government should be wasting its time considering bills on making cursive mandatory in school like is this a thing we need to worry about 608-785-7914 the better hearing center talking text line text me now call me in 5 minutes we're going to hit scott's comma and the news next all right welcome back to the crosstalk pm on WIZM 608-785-7914 the better hearing center talking text line A libertarian guy earlier texted me how the libertarians were acting out in state government. And I didn't understand. And he said, I'm just kidding. And I would say, if you're texting me a just kidding, then hashtag sarcasm, pound sarcasm. Then I'll know that you're being sarcastic. That's what I do because I'm sarcastic like 90 to 95% of my uh, interactions with people. And nobody understands. Even in person. But especially on social media and techs, got to do a lot of like pound sarcasm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not being serious. Uh, weather. It snowed. I, I think we all figure that out. If you're hoping that the snow is going to melt so you don't have to shovel your driveway or even shovel because the city of La Crosse is going to come charge you uh, monies because you didn't shovel 24 hours after the last snowflake. Uh, National Weather Service of La Crosse says it's going to get unseasonably cold for the foreseeable future. Tonight it's going to drop. And then they say an even colder air mass is going to arrive early next week. So it's going to get colder. So I don't think the snow is going to melt. So if anyone wants to shovel a 100-yard driveway up a bluff, feel free to let me know. And I won't pay you City of Lacrosse rates. Uh, I will have to see if my 1970, what is it, 76 wheel horse garden tractor starts. Because if it does, then I don't need anybody to to help shovel my driveway. Uh, we did have a story on WIZMnews.com about shoveling. And uh, if you heard Drew on the news, Drew wrote this story, uh, across. set to begin to... And for shoveling, so the city charges two dollars and fifty cents per limi- linear foot, along with a fifty-dollar administrative fee. So if you don't shovel your sidewalk within twenty-four hours of the the snow falling, then you're going to get—I guess not fined. You're going to get uh, your sidewalk shoveled for you, which is nice, right? But two fifty of linear foot that's kind of expensive um, last year in November lacrosse got 1.9 inches of snow this whole snow thing has not put a damper apparently on leaf pickup uh, it might if the snow f- melts a little or fr- and then freezes I don't know if it's melted at all but if the leaves on the side of the road freeze up And it might be harder, but Gary Padesky has been texting me. He said they are picking up leaves today. And if you guys are out there and could just go kick the leaf piles a little bit to get the snow off them, it'd help those guys out. Maybe they'll get the leaves sucked up faster. And then they can put up Christmas decorations. (laughs) Um, That seems to be a fight we're having in the city is the city's using manpower to get the leaves picked up. Because last year was kind of a debacle, not the city's fault and mother nature's fault because it rained and then it froze and you can't pick up frozen leaves. It's not as, it's not as easy as picking up snow covered leaves. Apparently Uh, last night, another shooting occurred and it happened just south of Sparta in the city of Leon. And I just, I, during the break I was, I just pulled up the press release from the Monroe County Sheriff's office about this shooting and I can just, I'm just skimming it a little bit here. Bunch of different police departments were there. State patrol responded to a local business for a domestic violence related 911 call. Patrons were barricaded inside the business and law enforcement negotiated with a male subject carrying a firearm outside the business. During the incident, Monroe County Sheriff's deputies and the Sparta police officer deployed deadly force with their firearms, striking the subject. Law enforcement immediately provided medical aid to the subject, but the male subject later died of injuries at the local hospital. At a local hospital. Uh, nobody no law enforcement personnel were injured in the incident. Um, they name a bunch of departments that were involved. And then they say the DCI is leading the investigation. DCI, DCI. I don't know. I lost that one. I'm sure it's like an outside something investigating because they don't do internal investigations for shooting. So, um, Task Force DOJ, Officer of Crime Victim Services, and the Wisconsin State Crime Lab, all involved in cooperating. DCI is continuing to collect evidence and determine the. Facts of this incident and we'll turn over the investigation reports to Monroe County District Attorney when the investigation concludes. So that's up on the Monroe County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. It was released a half hour ago. That's why I read it like that. Otherwise, we usually clean these up a little bit and, and make them sound a little bit more normal. The law enforcement has like a way of saying things like male subject carrying a firearm like we'd probably like to know that stuff if we could get it you know like it was a male subject well it was a 38 year old guy who had a 22 you know like something like that but at this point we don't know that stuff they just put that out so that was uh that shooting happened just south of sparta i think in leon wisconsin and outside uh bar and restaurant there or maybe inside and outside that bar and restaurant i think that restaurant was closed um for the time being i'm not sure exactly how long i remember seeing that now i just slipped my mind i'm gonna pull that up oh and we got more brad's got it does brad have it brad beat me to it four law officers on leave after deadly shooting of armed man in Leon. Brad beat me to it. So it is on wisdomnews.com, so you want to read it there. Or on the Facebook page in police form. So, uh, yeah, Brad Brad Williams wrote, uh, four law officers on leave after this deadly shooting of armed man at Leon. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Of course, that comes, you know, not long after... There was a murder in in La Crosse. Well, alleged murder, I guess. I guess person could have shot themselves, right? Um, I don't think that's what happened. But an 18-year-old guy was murdered in La Crosse on 900 block of Copeland Avenue. So we're still waiting for information on that, too, as well. Uh, I did start talking about the assembly panel in Wisconsin's government, considering a mandatory cursive bill. I just think it's funny the the things that are, are we're gonna deal with in the government. I guess they're 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 considering it, so they might not do this yet, but they're considering it. The very fact that they're considering a cursive bill, just look at it and go, cursive bill. Okay, get that out. Of it. We got better. We got more important stuff to to worry about. So one of the things the Senate okayed was tougher drunken driving penalties. Um, five year minimum, five year sentence for anyone that. Commits a homicide by intoxicated use of a vehicle, so you're going to jail for five years in Wisconsin now if you. If that happens, and uh, another bill would increase the minimum prison time for a fifth or sixth offense of drunk driving from six months to eighteen months. So the punishment, we're 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 good on passing legislation to punish people. Uh, of course, there's also, and if you, you heard it, Scott's comment, and this was a, a story on wisdomnews.com as well, the future of bills to help homeless uncertain in the Senate. So we've, we've got the punishment bills down, but those bills that it might, you know, we're going to have to spend some money to help people. We don't know if we're going to, we're going to pass those bills. We're gonna, Maybe we won't even look at them. We're not even going to put them. We're not even going to vote on, uh, even though they've been up for quite some time. Uh, it's a three point seven million dollar package. It's an eight bill package, three point seven in total. Enact recommendations from a state panel examining homelessness. Proposals focus on an effort to prevent homelessness, get the homeless into more stable housing, and bolster grants for homeless shelters. So yeah, we don't want to do that, but you know, let's spend a half million dollars in operating costs. For state prisons to put drunk drivers in jail, so that's where we're at in our state government. Good with the punishment, not so not so great on the helping. Let's. I wish we could change that a little bit. I mean, I I am not advocating for less punishment for drunken drivers because I think Wisconsin's pretty lax on punishments for dr- drinking and driving. Um, a mandatory minimum five year sentence for killing someone if you're driving and you know, drinking, and driving, and you kill someone with your car. That's probably, I don't know. Is that a lot? I don't know what the punishment was before that the story doesn't say. It would be nice to know that one detail because if the punishment was like two years, I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of ex- other circum- circumstances that would, that might change the amount of time someone will go to jail if they, if they committed a homicide by drinking and driving and killing someone with their car. But 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, if you want to get in here. Uh, we're going to go take a quick break. We'll be back after this on Wizard. Some- talk about the weather a little bit. Leaf pickup, that's still going on despite the snow. Um, legislation in the state government, along with fighting in the state government over our egg secretary being fired after 10 months. Somebody brought this up yesterday. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna really find the text anymore because Ken in the morning Ken's in, Ken's Ken Cooper's filling in for my case in the morning so he's got pretty good conversations going um, and you guys maybe are texting both these guys uh, but somebody did send me a good text I should look I should have looked at that during the break right uh, just just in terms of you know like if the egg secretary, that they fire him because he wasn't doing his job. Like he wasn't getting anything done essentially is what the person texted. And, and that may as well be, that might be the case. Uh, some, I think Democrats are saying that (laughs) Brad path pissed off Republicans because they wouldn't pass funding for mental health for farmers. And it was like two hundred grand, so two hundred thousand dollars. The it's almost like I don't know, embarrassing. That doesn't seem like a very, very much, very all that much money to help farmers. Like two hundred thousand dollars for state farmers, farmers in the state for mental health care. I don't know. It seems like we need more farmers than that, and they probably need. But maybe I mean that's. That's where we're at. And uh, and then they that and he was mad that they didn't pass that. And apparently that pissed them off so much that they voted not to confirm him, essentially firing him the other day. So uh, the texture said, well, maybe he wasn't getting his job done. Well, if that was the case, well, he's been on the job 10 months. If he wasn't getting his job done or if he wasn't qualified for the job, then Republicans should have been railing for the last 10 months. Hey, this guy's not qualified. He's not any good. Hey, this guy isn't doing anything to... You know, like he's not fit for the job. Like he's not right for it, but that doesn't seem to be the case. I mean, somebody, I remember reading something like he hasn't done anything to help, you know, increase milk, the price of milk or whatever, to make milk more valuable essentially. And it's like, well, he's, (laughs) that's been a problem for a number of years. I think the popularity of milk is going down the tubes. And uh, if you expect somebody to come into an administration and kick off in, the fr- in his first 10 months to solve the milk crisis, solve the dairy farm crisis in Wisconsin in his first 10 months of the job, then I mean, that guy should be doing more than being the egg Secretary of Wisconsin. Maybe he should be the president. He's going to solve dairy. He's going to solve the dairy problem. Uh, we also talk about that shooting just south of Sparta and Leon. Ended up killing a man who had, I guess, barricaded people. I'm, I'm really I, there's not a lot of information here. So now I'm kind of looking at Brad's story. I'm kind of looking at the press release and and combining the two. But it was at the Cotter Pin Bar in Liam, Wisconsin, near Sparta. Call, uh, Highway 27 was closed for quite some time. Uh, And officers ended up killing the guy that had a firearm outside that bar. And maybe he was keeping people from leaving the bar. It's hard to say at this point. Hopefully more information comes out. Uh, It snowed out, so go shovel your sidewalks because it's not going to go away. It's not going to melt. If you want to read about how the city's going to enforce that, that's on our website as well. I think it's... $50 Fifty dollar administrative fee and a couple bucks per linear foot. Now I forget exactly what because I have thirty five tabs open. But essentially, I think it's like two dollars, two seventy, something like that per linear foot. Uh, another story that's really interesting. And I should have brought it up earlier, but I just it slipped my mind. And you know, we probably maybe could talk about this too. Not a lot of details to this story either. But Lacrosse Police have changed their policy in helping presidential campaigns. I guess maybe providing. You know, security for presidential campaigns. Uh, the department divulged that it has three unpaid invoices from presidential campaigns from 2016. So that money adds up to $10,000, which, you know, for the Lacrosse Police Department might be quite a bit of money. Uh, we don't know what campaigns. So it'd be nice to, like... Right away I'm like, I wanna know if it's Hillary or if it's Donald, right? We wanna know who owes the lacrosse police department ten thousand dollars. Well what if it's five and five? What if Hillary owns owes him five and Donald owes him five? But that's the I mean, that was the fight in Minneapolis when Trump came there to speak. Uh, they wanted that security fee up front, I think some I think it was a like half a million dollars, five hundred twenty three thousand dollars, something like that. And that was a big fight. Uh, even on Trump's social media, he was he was mad that they might, you know, squash the rally. I don't think it would have happened, but like because uh, clearly, like the the campaign has enough money, so they could probably pay for these up front. And either of these campaigns probably could fork over ten grand to play the city of Lacrosse, the police department, right? But uh, in a statement, the police said that city taxpayers shouldn't be stuck footing the bill, considering the amount of money the campaign raises, and release ads that they look forward to re- working with any cam- campaign, rebar- regardless of political policy, but their or political party. But they're going to want that money up front. So, all right, that's all the time we got for today. We'll be back tomorrow on Wisdom.